you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hi, and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, presented as always by McDonald's Game Time Gold. Get over there, find out. Maybe you'll win two tickets to Super Bowl 50. Maybe you'll win a half million dollars in cash money, instant food prizes. I know at least one person here in Studio 66 with me who would enjoy that almost as much as I enjoy all day breakfast. It's there for you. Let's uh, let's say hello to him. First of all, and but well, first of all, let me say we have a lot to talk about. We have week 12 to break down. I hope your Thanksgiving was good. We're going to analyze Hasselbeck v. Andrew Luck playing with uh, Peyton Manning, or do you go with uh, with Brock Osweiler, Steelers and Seahawks, so on and so forth. Now let's say hello to everybody. Also, some college football to kibitz about with a UCLA star, a Jacksonville Jaguar star. Now a star at NFL Media, Maurice Jones-Drew. What's the poop, fella? What's the poop with you, Shaq? Nothing. Oh. I don't have to poop. No, I, Every time I, we, you ask, I'm going to answer the same way. I don't have to. Did you eat a lot of Thanksgiving? I did. Did you? What? I probably could have put on as many as you did. <laughs> I gained more. five and a half. I didn't weigh myself, so I didn't, I didn't want to know. Final <laughs> score for my belly. I ate, it was, I say full, but it was really more like four-fifths of a strawberry cream pie. I mm. ate an entire pe- uh, oh, pumpkin pie. Then I ate everything else from the pie off four. If you missed the pie off, oh, man. go back and watch it. It's on YouTube. Pie off four is there for you in the NFL. should be ashamed of himself. Why you eat all that? Because I So I do know. you just eat because it's sitting there? It's my feelings. I, I eat my feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, as, I, as you hear his voice there. And uh, let's say hello to him, 12-year star of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, Taylor, what's the poop with you? I don't need to poop. Yeah. All right, listen, what about how was the time in North Carolina, first of all? It was good, man. The family is great. Uh, wife, son, they love my nieces, my nephews, my two sisters. So it was a good time. It's a, it's a good family affair back in North Carolina. And you had, I didn't, I've never heard of this for, uh, for Thanksgiving gumbo. as one of the things, as a side, you had gumbo. Well, gumbo, well, you know, they had the ham, the turkey. Gumbo was the main dish. So. You had a ham as well as a turkey. Yeah, wow. for, the mo- for the most part, though, I just ate all the sides hmm. in the gumbo. What's the best uh, Thanksgiving side dish? Oh, that macaroni, that baked macaroni. It's very good, yeah. That baked macaroni. Really good and cheesy. And that cornbread. Be oh. sweet. That cornbread be oh. so sweet. It hit this right here in the back, your back, too. If you ever get it where it gets stuck on the top, Well, I mean, listen, the weird thing that is a side dish at Thanksgiving that's super weird is, and I don't know, because you only see it once a year, I always say we should have stuffing year round. I don't know why something so delicious is stuck once a year. We love it. Why don't we get to eat it all the time? It's weird. Matter of fact, if you're listening, Ronald McDonald, add stuffing to the menu. I bet bet sales will go through the roof there, even, even higher at McDonald's. The other thing that's weird, though, is the one I don't like, and it comes out once a year, and that's too much, 
Is the Jello that has the marshmallows and chunks of fruit? Who came up with that and who eats it? Oh, Ugh. we didn't have that. That's not in my house. You don't know that one? We didn't have that, but I mean, you, you eat a lot, so I'm surprised you don't like that. I don't think I deserve that <laughs> back right out of the gate. But yes, I gained five and a half pounds. I can't. I really, it's hard to believe. Five and a half pounds. That's one a day shack, One day, Shaq, me, you, and I should go to a buffet and just chill. And see who, just chill. See who's a, okay. No, we got to see who just eat. We just sit there and eat and just chill, enjoy ourselves. I would like that very much, Marcus Jones Drew. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Hashtag DDFP, join the conversation, weigh in on important issues like Hasselbeck or luck and best side dish at Thanksgiving, so on and so forth. Let's get right, let's get, that's what I meant to say, let's get right now to very important stuff and there's much to kibitz about after week 12, the playoff picture kind of coming into focus, but in other places getting even murkier there. The AFC wildcard, that six seed's going to be a dogfight the rest of the way. But we're talking about Thanksgiving. Real quick, did you see this? I thought this was, uh, this was very charming. As a Steelers fan, I don't want to like Tom Brady, but I can't help it. He does stuff like this, and he becomes so likable. By the way, he was great even on Sunday night. We'll look at it. We'll talk about that. But first, as a father, look what he did here. and scared his children under the leaves. How long was he under the leaves? I don't know, but I think that's great. Well, you have to have a lot of money to have that many leaves in your yard. <laughs> and they were all set up perfectly in they a were pile. Set up. He didn't set them leaves up. No, he didn't. Somebody set it up. Somebody yeah. helped him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Why his grass was so green in the wintertime? That's what I'm saying. That's, that's a good maintenance. Mm -hmm. I wonder how much is the maintenance on this well, house. No, how much did it pay to put a turkey suit to be that big? Because yeah, he's a 6'3", he's yeah. like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, You're right, he'd have to go yeah, to a specialty. Made, right? It had to be. See, they're looking at Tom Brady as being a cool dad. We're looking at the lawn, how green it is in the Look at the time. lawn! Yeah, look. The <laughs> lawn. Look at the leaves! Hey, look how... A, a, a perfect shape. He's fenced in there, a too. Perfect, a perfect shape. Look at the fur on the kid's jacket. Oh, that's the key. <laughs> that's the key. That, that's that, Tom Brady jumping out and scaring the kids. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's Tom with his custom-made... Turkey suit. <laughs> Look how backyard is. Yeah, like that's, that's what people ain't looking at. Like they're looking at everything else. All but right. That. These two sit. These cynics can say whatever they want, Tom Brady. But if you want to adopt me, I'm more than happy oh. to move in. Is it? Why is that not a topic today? Because I need to be adopted too. I do. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about it a little bit on Sunday on Game Day Blitz, and of course NFL Now. Go there to see Game Day Blitz. Me, Ike, MJD, and a cast of uh, of others get together to watch all the football games along with you. We sit on the white couch of truth. We watch all the games. We show you all the highlights. Join us. It's great fun. Also go to NFL Now because seven days a week, Ike and MJD providing keen analysis, but with heaps and heaps of mirth. For you, that's the best. It's not even a side dish. It's the main course. <laughs> these, uh, these two crack and wise, but also, like I say, uh, giving you important information you need. As a pro football fan, I listen. I like what Brady did, but you say you would like to be adopted by Oprah. Oh, Oprah, no question. She don't got no kids either. She ain't got no kids. Let me. Yeah, I'd be the only child. Not even adopted. You would be with her. If Oprah oh. said Stedman's out, I need someone new. It'd be Ike Taylor and MJD fighting it for her affection. No, we ain't got to fight. We gonna share. Oh, okay. All right. That's true. Yeah, that's she, cool. She's a larger woman. There's still no. enough for two fellas. No, yeah, I just get her on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays, and I get her the rest of the other four. We'll All call right, let a swap for a swap. And then We're, we'll switch the next week. You're welcome at the Brady home anytime. I'm going to, you know, you no. can come. You can rustle around in our leaves after like, Tom and Giselle and I We're going to sell at the Winfrey's. Hey, listen, you can come, and I know Mama Oprah, Girlfriend Oprah, whichever one she want to be, is going to uh, <laughs> send us a jet to come get you. Oh, that's very classy of you. Jet. Come scoop you real fast. <laughs> yeah. Black tie behind the glass. Who would you rather be adopted by, Oprah or Tom Brady? Definitely not Tom Brady. Why not? I'm not a Tom Brady fan. You said you had a tweet last week. That, oh, it's so impossible not to like Tom Brady. Yes, it is. I do it easily. I what is un, uh, Tom Brady? I want to dislike he's arrogant. him. Arrogant. That's easy. That's arrogant. Yes. He he's not arrogant in the uh, for given where he is in life. Is this little snarky? Tom Brady's not arrogant. He's second is he? in his household. What do you mean? Do you? I, I wouldn't describe. I'd be no, I for a be. superstar. He's, he's that, about that's his, the guy that's coming that says he was born in Atlanta, 
but he's from Nigeria and he's a Seahawks fan. <laughs> yeah. His life is That's confused. the same guy, no? It's the same guy. He's confused. See, that's, <laughs> that's somebody who guy. has self-esteem issues, and mm-hmm. that's black tie. I like Oprah, though. Yeah, I'll, she can adopt me. No, she can't, because she already I, I'd be way too much talking about, uh, about finding your... What is her thing always? You have to find your purpose, or I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I found my purpose. It was you. Oh, that's, that's sweet. Hey, well, you also found a purpose last week. We're glad to see Ike Taylor back here. You were off in China with Ryan Clark and Troy Palomalu. Steelers fans, no doubt, were swooning. They wish they could have joined you. But what was that like, flying over to China and uh, to Asia? What, what's it like in that part of the world? Man, it's nice, man. The flight was awesome. I had a bed. Oh. Yeah, I had a real live bed oh, on really? the flight. Three-course meals. Ooh. On the flight, but I slept for the majority of the flight, man. Slept uh, nine and a half hours going. It was a 13 and a half flight. Uh, went to the Great Wall, went down the toboggan. Man, it was They have a fun. toboggan at the Great Wall? They call that the toboggan. So you go all the way up, and that's how you come down right there. You can go come down a few ways, but that's one of the ways you can come down. <laughs> and man, we had fun, man. That guy right there was so mad. Well, yeah, you can watch. going over the speed limit. Look at him. Then they charged me. He asked me for a picture, then charged me. Like, would you like to take a picture with me? I was like, yeah, cool. Then he charged me. I said, bro, you can't hit me with no, that. You I can't got do no that. All I got is a card. And you tackled some of the locals. All this available That's on Wang YouTube. right there. That Wang, he's the Chinese. <laughs> no, Wang is uh, he's a Chinese goal for, the, uh, for oh, Shanghai. He's... And he's, he's real good. Yeah. So we was at his Nike store in Shanghai. Shanghai was nice. Three times bigger than New York. It's very diverse over there. I think literally almost true. Almost no, three times the size of New York, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's very diverse. How about the food? The food was cool. Probably off the limits. Not off the limits, but out-of-body experience was the bullfrog I had. But we eat frog down south anyway. So frog, coon, possum, we eat all that down south. Don't eat that no more, but that's what we ate. Why, Raccoon! Why you yeah, man, you know, Ugh. down south, man, you had to Possum, you that's the worst of all. The possum tail is, is disgusting. Well, that's I, just an I've, oversized rat. Basically, but I didn't eat that. But I, that, that, that frog was pretty legit. Man, I had a good time. I'm you going dabbed back. over there? I dabbed for him one time. Now I got him dabbing over there. So shout out to Cam on the dabbing. And it's cosmopolitan, you say. A lot of Russian people, a yes. lot of Americans. Yes, a lot of Americans from the East Coast. Hmm. A lot of American people from the East Coast, Russians, um, a lot of people from Paris, France. Man, it's very Africa. It's very diverse. And Shanghai, very diverse. And it's uh, and and you're over there to spread the good word of pro football, huh? NFL ambassador Troy got me and Ryan Clark to help him out. Try to be one of the be NFL ambassadors. Hopefully down the line, you know they'll get a a football team there. It's going to be a slow process, but they're engaging uh, football a lot. Stephon Marbury has his own statue, and they love Stephon Marbury in China, especially Shanghai. He figured it out before anybody. Like, I'm, th- this is going to be home for me. And now I see why. Because he was towards the tail end of his career in NBA. Nobody really didn't want him. But he won a championship over there in Shanghai, and the fans in that city got him and his teammate statues. They just had him as a statue, but he was like, no. Make sure y'all put my team. That's in. juice. The you ultimate can say team I want, player. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, it's, he's it's, the, I, he is. He like has a musical over there and everything. He got his else. own. He got his own. Uh, in the newspaper, he has his own uh, section. In in the Shanghai newspaper, Stephon Marbury <laughs> wow, has his own wow. sports section. That's very strange. Of all the people that to be the biggest star in China. Yes, he's the five. Other than Yao Ming, he's right under Yao Ming. Yeah, I was gonna say Yao Ming making that money over there. Yao Ming making that guap. All right, now let's talk about our sport of pro football and specifically what we saw in week 12. I, 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 this isn't the second time this year that we've had this, uh, this rift. Me on one side, Ike and MJD, you're on the other. The Steelers are down five points with about three minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. Their defense has not stopped the Seahawks all day long. It's fourth down and goal from about the two-yard line. You guys say, oh, well, they kicked the field goal here, which Tomlin agrees with you and kicks the field goal. But that's the wrong decision here. Ben Roethlisberger's thrown for 450 yards in this game. Antonio Brown mostly silenced by Richard Sherman, no matter, because Martavis Bryant and uh, and, uh, who else picked up? Oh, and Marcus Wheaton picked up the slack. 
So, of course you go for it in that situation. I defend, defend what you're thinking here. Why would they not have gone for it in this spot? Well, first of all, we just missed D'Angelo Williams going on that crossing route. He was wide open in the red zone. We overthrew Martavis Bryant. He was wide open That's on true. that seven cut in the red zone. So, now you're looking at it. Yeah, my defense haven't been stopping their offense, but I got to give my defense at least one shot. Just theoretically, it was probably the right thing to do. To go for that field goal, I know you want to go for it because you feel like, hey. No, you think best. it's because I'm a fan. You guys, no, I know no, no, the, no, how you, you guys you are. Like, you, you feel like my best players are, offense, right. are on offense. So, since my best players are on offense, with this fourth and goal, I like my odds. So, why well, I'm kicking three. I get it. But at the time, man, you just, they had a lot of time left, too. They just couldn't but stop. It, but as I said, if they, the, the Seahawks were more or less a first down away from ending that game, and instead uh, Doug Baldwin breaks it for the game-ending touchdown. MJD, you, you still feel after the preponderance of evidence that, yeah. that they couldn't stop anybody, well, the Steelers' defense? I think the biggest play is the going for the fake field goal. When you should just kick the field goal there, if you kick a field goal here, then you're probably, the game would have changed been differently from that point. But still, you'd have been down one point if you kicked a field goal. And then that would have put uh, the Seahawks in a different mindset than when they're up by five. Well, that, they did. They so they kicked the field goal. So they're down two. But they, I'm, no, what I'm saying, they remember, missed, they did, remember they did oh, the right, fake, right, right, fake right. field goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. you make that field goal. Now you're up by six, and they're down by five. So they got to score. See yeah. right here. They, they got to. You can't do that. Yeah, if you make this field goal instead of going for the fake, Man, you're putting three points on the board right there. I man. talked about it on the Sheck Report. I mean, the idea that the same head coach made the decision, yes, my backup QB throwing to an offensive lineman on fourth and two is a good idea at the cost of taking an easy three, but having my best, my, my, my Pro Bowl quarterback throw it to my Pro Bowl wide receiver on fourth and goal at the two isn't as good an option as turning it over to my defense that has been gashed all day long by, uh, by the Seahawks. Unacceptable is the answer. That's what I say to the two of you and the coach Tomlin. Also unacceptable to Ike Taylor. Jimmy Graham now lost for the season, but early in the game he was flexing. Ike, I was struck by uh, by your thoughts on this. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm just not gonna let nobody flex on me. No, you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna let nobody. Well, flex. here it is. What happens if Ike Taylor's out there? Take a look if uh, you're I'm watching. I'm under his it. chin. I'm under his chin right now. I'm just you know. And what do you I'm, say? I'm just gonna let him know I'm right there. Hey, Jimmy, you can't be doing that. Get the first down and go back to the huddle. Or oh, what you doing? Jimmy and I, man, we had a, a few conversations. N nothing bad, but a few conversations. But that's just me, man. I got to protect my turf and what's my turf. It's what would Jimmy, what, if, you, if you've engaged him in the past, what might he have said if you said, hey, just get back to the huddle? What would he say? I don't know. And probably I wouldn't care. If I'm talking, I'm talking. You have no chance to talk. <laughs> you got to listen. I like it. <laughs> MJD and Ike trash talking is uh, is the greatest. You guys need a segment uh, of, of I mean, the do's and don'ts of trash talk. Oh, you know we have different rules because because Ike goes to the he goes <laughs> far beyond where I'm going. I'm not gonna go. I'm just gonna tell you how how much of a man you are not. <laughs> then I want to tell you how if if it was just me and you in a dark alley, you wouldn't want those problems. <laughs> And then I might say something on the lines of, I don't even know why they drafted you because you're not worth it. <laughs> Get the money back. Now, the division between the two of you is, MJD, you, Ike says it's a no-no, but you say, oh, no, you're allowed. Oh, no. Ike says you are allowed to talk about people's moms and their yeah. girlfriends and wives. <clears throat> MJD, you say no to that. Because it, that, that gets me deep. That's one, that's one place. Don't talk about my kids. <laughs> you don't know them. They don't know you. Right. Uh, don't talk about my wife. You don't know her. She don't know you. And don't say nothing about my mother, because then we, we're all the game's gonna have to stop. Ask Tori Smith. Like <laughs> they, they asked Tori Smith, like who who's the who talks trash? She was like, Ike Taylor by far <laughs> talks a lot of smack, and it's not about football <laughs> at all. But that's where I go with. It. I, I try to find it's something deep, man. He try I, to cut you deep. I try to find something, man. I try to I get a kid, a significant other, or. Some dirt in your background. And I'm going to let you know on the field. Well, speaking you know. of that, I think this is interesting. We saw the Chargers and Jaguars get together on Sunday. That, uh, that reminded us, of course, of Maurice Jones-Drew, the Jaguar, locking up with uh, Sean Merriman of the Chargers. Take a look here. Looking, looking, with time, lost the ball. Touchdown, Jaguars! Hey, did you see what you did there? Dang, man. He wasn't expecting it. Came up hot. Yeah. Right, huh? 
is giant in person and you knocked you didn't just you didn't just win and protect the cube either you knocked him on his bum it's a game of leverage check he came in a little too high a little bit too and uh you know i was some. doing that offseason i was doing power cleans because <laughs> that was the extension of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the power clean do you say anything to you know add a little sugar on no, top of it i didn't have to say anything oh, but for a couple off seasons after that it was like a little tension i could feel it like mm. we were at the espies together and he was mugging me, and then so I, I was like, "Look, man, we got a problem. We can settle it." And <laughs> I, I was told we can't do things like that there. So then we were at the Super Bowl in uh, Arizona, and Marshawn Lynch was there, and he tried to like bump me, and then Marshawn jumped in the way, and I was like, "No, I can do it." He's like, "No, you don't need to, <laughs> bro. I got you." And then that was handled. Marshawn squashed all that there, and after that, I was like, "Look, man, if we got a problem, let's just handle it, so we can just move on with our lives." And he was like, "No, there's no problem." I was like, "All right, cool." It's he got mad because he you was mad. He you set like, him down with, with no chair. Hey, he had no problem. I mean, he should have came in there so high. You know you can't run through the trenches can't like that. Can't run through the thing high. You can't come in there. You're not but why you sprung off the board like that? I, t I was a cleans. I had to. I, either it was going to be all or nothing. You know, like either. I'm going to miss him? Yeah. Either I'm going to miss him or it's going to be a big play. And he had just come off a suspension. Yeah, he was cheating at one point. Yeah. He was cheating. Yeah, you taught him a lesson. Justice. Maurice Justice Drew. That's what uh, the case oh, is. Oh, I like that. Hey, what about that long flight? You guys have told, uh, I've always heard that my whole life. Oh, they have a long cross-country flight. And I say, ah, listen, it's, uh, they get a, to sleep in a nice hotel the night before the game. How big a deal can it be? But you guys have said it is a big deal. Talk about, though, the return flight home after the Steelers lose a tough one. What's it like to get on a plane and have to fly 4,000 miles after a tough loss? What happens on a plane in that situation? You talk about what you should have done or what could have happened during the game with the guys on your team. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all you're doing. You're reminiscing that fast on the plays. Like, we already know which plays we messed up. We're trying to figure out a way right now how can we correct them plays. So Monday come in, yeah, you're talking to everybody as a team. But as an individual, especially as a group on defense, we already know, man, what we didn't did wrong in our corrections and what we need to do. And for the person who probably had a bad game, just trying to cheer that person up. But you ain't doing it. It's, it's barbershop talk on the plane. And do you guys, uh, do, you, do you get to sit? It's, it's a chartered plane, right? But it's right. not the team plane. It's a, just a regular yeah. plane. I don't think teams charter planes. There's too many people. But I hit it right on the head. Like, as soon as you get on the plane, for me, because I've emptied the bucket. I gave you everything I have. So I'm going to sit on there. I'm going to tell you, like, go over with the quarterback or with the other running backs. What do we need to fix? O-line, however we need to fix that. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. Just leave me alone. I always loved, Willie McGinnis says that Tom Brady, win or lose, he would get on the plane, go to the last row. Everybody knew to leave it uh, clear for him. He would set up shop. He would take over a whole row and just get on film, start looking at the next game, looking at the team that they're about to play. I always thought that was impressive. Is that good food on the plane, Ike? Uh, usually the young guys or some of the veteran guys, they'll bring food from restaurants on the plane. So you'll go to the restaurant, you'll order just trying to anticipate when the game is over, when the game is about to be over, and you get it brought to the to the plane. Really, so, that's a clever. Yeah, so you, uh, a lot of the veteran guys will do that. Sometimes they have food on the plane, but guys like to eat good, so they'll pre-order food, wind up getting the food to the plane, and it's time to go. I love it. So you're in the locker room, the game's over, you just won or lost, and you're like, hey, uh, that uh, that pizza joint. No, you just before. No, nah, yeah, it, it's this is like the. Before the game, you know I what see. I'm saying. You you at the hotel for the concierge. You ask, hey, what's what's a good restaurant in the area? All right, they'll ask you what kind of foods you like. So then y'all figure it out. Hey man, can you have it? I'll pay you right now. Can you have it uh, sent to the plane? All right, hey, keep the change, man. Thanks for doing this for me. And there you go. I love it. That's, see, that see, these are the things that I love to find out about. I don't know, I, the pro football player's life, the pro athlete's life. In fact, I want to talk about uh, Kobe and uh, these guys that are really the, the most tenured guys in the league and what it's like being around those guys. But let's move on. Well, actually, a tenured guy, Matt Hasselbeck, 40 years old, six weeks, seven weeks ago, Ike Taylor was a man on an island saying, I know it sounds crazy, but the, the Colts should roll with Matt Hasselbeck, even though they have the $100 million Andrew Luck. Where do we come down now? In fact, MJD, I'm going to start with you on this. 
Can you reasonably, if you're the Colts, if you're Chuck Pagano and Ryan Grigson and you're in to Andrew Luck for all that money, can you still, even though that it seems like the team's better when Andrew, when uh, Matt Hasselbeck's in there, obviously the record is better, can they still say to Andrew Luck, sorry, man, we're not putting you back in. We know you're 100%, but we're staying with the 40-year-old year uh, bald man. Well, they can. But I think Chuck Pagano said it today, like, it's ridiculous to think that we wouldn't put Andrew Luck back in when he's healthy. And I'm like... Well, you're crazy. Ridiculous. What would be ridiculous about the idea of the guy who's undefeated for your team? Exactly. Your team's playing better. You have, uh, there was, I think that the defense is playing better. They're having 11 points less than when they would with Andrew Luck. Your offense is playing better and your record is better. So why wouldn't you go with Matt Hasselbeck? It only makes sense, right? But to a lot of coaches, that doesn't make sense. Guys, well, what do you, what do you guys think? just real quick. So all of us behind the glass here just feel like this is crazy. He's Andrew Luck for crying out loud. I mean, maybe he was hurt. Hey, maybe hey, now he's hey, healthy. black tie. No, it's serious conversation. Is this the black tie from show a, or is this the from Dave From a player's Gavishek point show? of view, like how would you guys, if you guys are in a locker room, aren't you guys saying, of course, when Andrew's healthy, he's right. Oh, I think, see, I, my, I you know oh, what, black tie? I think it's the opposite. I, do, are the players in the locker room, aren't they? It's, it's funny you say that, black tie, because I think that was the next question for, for Ike is, Aren't all the players like, hey, coach, what are you talking about? We got to stay with the guy that we're, that we're winning with, right? But, and it all boils down to the season and the offseason. So what you're looking at in the offseason, you're looking at from a total general point perspective, wins and losses. Right. So who gives you the better opportunity? If I'm not playing good as a cornerback, regardless of my salary, I got to sit. If you're not playing good as a quarterback, and this is what y'all not looking at. Yes, Andrew Luck. But we put the crown on Andrew Luck a long time ago. And he really didn't do anything at the time. You know what I'm saying? When I kept talking about these turnovers over touchdown ratio, that's saying a lot. Like, you're hurting your team, mm -hmm. you know? But for him throwing them amount of yards, we're, we're going to justify. Why? And I'm looking at Matt Hasselbeck. He doesn't, he doesn't create turnovers. He manages the game. Now, we always talk about quarterbacks being managers, but your best quarterbacks are managers. Just look at Tom Brady, what he's been doing mm -hmm. over, his, over his career. So when you put Matt Hasselbeck in the situation, he's 4-0. Everything's a little bit more calmer, you know, when, when he's playing. You, you run a little bit more when, when he's playing. The clock management is a little bit better when he's playing. So the thing we're now looking at or the thing people outside of football are now looking at is the relationship between him and Andrew Luck. Like, he, he knows he's not the franchise guy. Andrew Luck knows he's not the franchise guy. That's why Andrew Luck, when he got hurt the first time, I was like, just sit him till he get 100% healthy because Matt Hasselbeck know exactly what he's doing. Why rush the man to come back? Well, yeah, and the, to me, that's the answer, is Andrew Luck is the future. Where the, uh, Matt Hasselbeck at 41 is in 2016 is not the future, so you have to manage that. If Andrew, To me, it comes down to, is Andrew Luck cool with it? The, but really, it comes down to that. If you're a big uh, ego guy and you say, wait a second, this is my team and you're going to bellyache about it, then it's not worth the trouble of staying with Hasselbeck. I don't, but if I don't, he's cool with it, so like, how can, hey, coach, you can't take think, him out. I don't think he's... Cool with? I don't think yeah, that would be cool with just being the second, second string. I mean, that's 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 just not in his DNA. He didn't go first round that high for a reason. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I think he's learning a lot as far as like studying, uh, micromanaging the clock, not putting his body in position to get hurt. I think he's learning a lot from Matt Hasselback. Mm. That's what I do think he's learning, regardless on what we want to say, regardless on how athletic Andrew Luck is. I still feel to believe. He's learning a lot from Matt Hasselbeck. And 4-0 right now, they're putting – well, Matt Hasselbeck is putting the team in good contention, man. Like, I, I find it amazing team. that it's even crazier to me that there's still people out there that have to say when they talk about the Broncos that oh, there's still some people that think Brock Osweiler should be the QB no matter what. I, uh, some people out there, what people are watching the games and thinking, oh, yes, you have to go back to Peyton when he's ready Shit. to go. That's that's logo this, thing. This is what we got away from. When we draft these first-round quarterbacks, we used to make them sit. Yeah. And they had to learn. So I get it. At the same time, the CBA changed their agreement with the first-rounder, so them guys weren't getting paid $60, $40 million anymore. So he could have sat on the Peyton for the coast a few more years. Tom Brady sat on the Drew. For mm -hmm. years, A. Rod sat under Brett Favre a few years. Uh, ben sat under Tommy 
a few years. So when you make these guys sit. Well, Roethlisberger got in there in week two, but true, your but point still, is well taken. But true, but. when you make these guys sit, they learn how to be professionals. They learn how to well, be good quarterbacks. I think the biggest thing with Andrew Luck is he's so used to throwing the ball down the field that he forgot about checkdowns, hmm. right? And so he's forcing this ball into these places when Hasselbeck sees the same coverage. And Hasselbeck's like, look, right, I'm about to just get the ball out of my hands quick. And we're just going to move the chains. We're not. I'm not trying to be Andrew Luck, this guy that we've made him to be. I'm just doing the best for my team, and that's the difference. And that's where he needs to learn. And that was one of the hardest things when when you have a young quarterback who's had success early on, to bring him, humble him back down. Say, listen, man, understand that. Yeah, you're our guy, but we need you not to turn the ball over. Andrew Luck's taking his team. There's a reason we crowned him. He went to the wild card, divisional round, championship game. That's why this year was supposed to be Super Bowl or bust. That's why they made all those moves to those guys. They bought into the hype that we created, mm -hmm. right? And, that, and, that, and then rightfully so. You earned that right. But at the same time, you still have to be able to be a game manager first. And that's why Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady's one of the best. Because what does Tom do? He'll still check the ball down when it needs to be. Now, he'll force it in there when he has to. But right. this, this is crazy. It's crazy how they used to talk about the offensive line for the Colts when Andrew Luck was getting hurt. Matt Hasselbeck doesn't have them problems. None. Hmm. That's a, that's a keen point. Yeah. All right. I'm going to skip. Even uh, on the glass, you'll think you guys are crazy, but that's fine. That's why y'all. I guess that Andrew Luck is the more talented guy, but how can you argue when the team is undefeated under the other guy? It's, I mean, it's just a, it's an unreasonable it's, argument. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, it's crazy how we're not saying nothing about the offensive line anymore. Yeah, when Andrew I, Luck I like was that. the quarterback, the offensive line was bad. Matt Hasselbeck, the quarterback, Nothing's been. By the way, well, the inversion of that bottom line isn't the bottom line is that you're not winning. You're not winning the Super Bowl with Hasselbeck. Well, How do you, you know that? How do you know that? They're well, undefeated. Not, they've beaten. They've not. beaten some really good teams. It's all about high ceiling, right? Like maybe. No, maybe, it has not. The, potential. Yeah. Let me tell you about the word potential. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. All right. Potential and talent. Those two words get coaches fired. Point and simple. Because if you have a ton of potential and your team doesn't play well. Your coach gets fired. But that's what the whole thing is based on, though. Based on potential. You're drafting a guy number one, number two because of what he could be. But but what if he it? but if he is who he, we say he is, which Andrew Luck is a turnover machine, right? Yes, he is. You know what, though, Black Tie? I, Black Tie's he's using... more than a turnover machine. I'm like... He's what? I'm just being... No, no forget. Man, Hasselbeck was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let, let's not forget that. Fair enough. Let's not forget that. Well, I, but I, Black Tie is trying to use what I said all through the offseason. I do always say this is the reason I would advocate or did advocate for Johnny Football over Josh McCown. Give me the higher ceiling guy. But the thing with Andrew Luck is now in at this point in his career, I, I don't necessarily see Black Tie. I mean, to me, the goal is the Lombardi trophy. All the NFL teams go into it with hopes of a Lombardi. And realistically, though, obviously you might modify those a little bit. As it is, is there any indication that Andrew Luck is going to pull a Joe Flacco at any point, that he's going to run the table this year? I just don't see it. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't buy that Andrew Luck, if he's the QB, gives you the chance that he might just run the table. He might get red hot, but take you all the way no through one, the AFC. No one would have said that about Joe Flacco that, that year that he did it. Like it's just, it's no, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco almost got benched that year. Remember, he was playing horrible, and then they ended up turning around around this time. They ended up turning around, and they went, ran off a couple games, and they got hot. He almost got benched in November because hey, of how bad he was playing throughout hey, the year. Postseason, Joe Flacco, when they won a Super Bowl, 12, is, I think it was between 9 to 12 touchdowns, no picks. zero picks. Yeah, but no and, one would have said that prior. Andrew Luck is known for what? He's known for throwing picks, no question. It's, it's, we just can't and, and one more other thing with Andrew Luck. Has he ever really been healthy in the 16-game season? All these top quarterbacks we're naming has been healthy. So when you're healthy, healthy, you're able He's to more perform. Physical. Healthy. I'm talking about playing 16 games. I'm not talking about more physical. It's the same but, thing but that's what I'm saying. That's why sometimes he gets dinged up quite a bit because he's a, in general more physical. But they have the same offensive line that Matt Hasselbeck has, right? Fair enough. And Matt Hasselbeck is what? 40. 40. And, and he's four, uh, and he's four, four. and zero. Oh. We <laughs> we haven't talked about we haven't <laughs> talked about how bad the offensive line is since Matt Hasselbeck's been sure started, right? But when, when Andrew Luck starts, we talk about how bad the offensive line is, right? All good points. I mean, 
argument could be made that Andrew Luck, obviously, again, going for the big play a lot of times, holding the ball too long here. And Again, it's just that you guys all agree, and that's just kind well, of... Well, uh, to throw it back at you the other way, Brock Osweiler has to be the starter has in spite of the paycheck and everything else with Peyton. But, it's a, uh, to me, I feel like it's... But, guys, even from a player point of view, before the show started, we are talking about how, you know, if respect plays a big factor into, you know, where you are as a team, rookies versus vets... Isn't that, can't that same thought process be applied here? It's like, no, no, because you know know what, you know, you know what matters most and really only what did Lombardi say? Winning is not an uh, an all the time thing. It's the only thing. That's all that matters. I don't care who can play, how much we pay you. I, you, you said it best in Pittsburgh. They pay guys a ton of money. And then they, I've been away. That sounds naive, though, because the guy who does make the loot, pay, you know, they say money plays in the NFL. No, in some, in some it, situ- it, situations. It, it, I had, situation. I played with Jerry Porter. They brought him in. Jerry Porter was supposed to be the receiver to take us over the top. We had a great running game. Jerry Porter gets hurt in OTAs. He doesn't really pan out. He's not the best guy in the locker room for us. They get rid of him. They gave him $10 million for one year and got rid of him. I mean, in, I, like I say, money plays, but then again, I think you got to go Osweiler. And go if Hasselbeck him. slips up in Pittsburgh next week, then there's your excuse to put Luck back in there. But as long as he's undefeated, I don't know how you would say go, get up in front of the locker to, room, go like, yeah, the guy who hasn't lost to Washington play him. We're un- we're undefeated when we when when he plays. Give me a reason why I shouldn't play this man. And this comes from a guy, Will. Is there is there a risk here of messing with the relationship or confidence of Andrew Luck? If- That's what I'm saying. No, no it I comes know. down to no. me. I, I They're going to go just, to Luck. I just proved my point. Like, they have a good relationship together. Like, it, he's not looking over his shoulder. Like, Andrew it's, Luck ain't looking over his shoulder like, oh, there there goes the, the franchise yeah. guy right here. It's, like, was given the keys. No, nah, it's nah, not it's Joe like, Montana I'm not playing. Steve Young. And he said, it, he said it best for his post-game conferences. I'm not playing good right now. Like, I'm not playing good right now. So, if you know you're not playing good and the guy behind you is playing good, like, and I'm hurt. Let me go. The Montana Young comparison is a good one because that Montana's looking at his fo- football mortality, and that guy's good and younger than me, and he could take the job and never lose it. This is Matt Hasselbeck. Andrew Luck has to understand yeah, it is what it is. All right, let me let's jump to the other old QB, Peyton Manning here. And in the same week, Kobe Bryant announces what I mean the the yeah. inevitable. He's retiring. I mean, here. he he had to see that coming though. Come on, Kobe. Well, those two guys share the. Had to sit two three days and come back for the next week. Then, I, but then we say that Ike, and I'm sorry, Shake, to cut you no. off. But when to retire, you have to be willing, like you have to be willing to say like this is it. Like you have to accept that, and it's tough to accept. I, a lot of people can't I, accept that. I told you, I, I tried the move. I tried the move. The little the little dead shoulder. It's my always go to. I act like I'm gonna run you over. I'm gonna give you. Just 2014 give it, with the Raiders. You tried one of your uh, dead shoulder move. Worked in the preseason. Where I was like, oh, I'm back. I got it. Tried it in one of them regular season games, and it didn't work. And I had to look in the mirror. I had to look one day. It hurt. I was crying too. I had tears. Everything. It's over, man. AJ That's Green. It. AJ Green ain't never beat me. AJ Green ain't never beat me. And I'm just coming off a fresh injury. When AJ beat me, I was like, yeah, it's time for the young boys to go it on. And ride this thing. But out. you guys are anomalies because most guys really struggle. They, I always like when they say, "Hey, well, Peyton Manning says he's this is as good a shape as he's been in in five years." He's the last person to ask. You don't ask the aging superstar how he's feeling. He's deluding himself into thinking he can still get it done. But quickly, I thought MJD that uh, you couldn't weep. Yeah, this is a different week. This wasn't. No one made me weep. <laughs> I made myself cry. Uh, so I bleed no, my own blood. I, yeah, I only can make myself cry. And it wasn't even. It was real, Shaq. It got real. I, I feel like. I was in the, like, when you talk about the best shape, I conditioned test, crushed it. It wasn't no problem. I did everything. I worked out from January. I think I, I got back to ja- from to the Bay Area from Jacksonville January 3rd and worked out straight through. Didn't miss a day. Well, you know, so with, with Peyton, as you say, these this aging superstar thing, I you certainly get the sense from the young Lakers that they're in a tough spot which is they want the playing time and the organization should really be running those kids. Instead, they want to honor Kobe for all he's done and so on and so forth and let everybody genuflect to him. But they're out of it and they're a bum team. The Broncos are in a, are in a more difficult spot because Brock Osweiler is plainly better. By the, there's no question who's the, who's the better talent at this point. But what's that like then? Because it's the opposite of what's going on with the Colts too. The Colts... I, all right, he's a he's a good player, Matt Hasselbeck. He's done a lot in the league, but he's 40 years old and so on and so forth. 
Andrew Luck is our star. What are the Broncos players? What's it must it be like dealing with Peyton right now? Like, hey, Peyton, great seeing you around the facility. Or, did, or, or is he able to be honest and acknowledge Brock, that guy's better than I am? Brock, Brock is that guy right now. I mean, he won me over last night. I saw I saw the man sit in the pocket and take a few took hits. A couple. Took of a few things. hits just to get the pass off. You know what I'm saying? As a quarterback, you look you you look at that. I don't know if people remember, but we sat on a we sat on the couch for game day blitz and we talked about that one yard run with Jameis Winston. Right. And they did I just saw another like interview and that was the first thing one of the defensive guys said in the interview. When they saw him block that linebacker and didn't hesitate, like that won us over. That won the team over. Same way with Brock. When you sit in the pocket a few times, and know you about to get hit, but still want to deliver that ball, you're going to win your team over by doing hmm. that. It's little things. I mean, I, I know a couple guys in the Broncos, and they're torn. I mean, they want to win, and they feel like in Kubiak's system, Osweiler gives them the best chance to win. He's more athletic. He can run the stretch. They run the ball better, right? Because right? he can do the stretch bootleg. He's more athletic. With Peyton, you have to be in shotgun. But at the same time, they're like, man, Peyton was 7-0. We had we had we were seven zero as bad as he was. That playing, is we interesting. So they were torn, but right now you're 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 in a really good situation. You have two good quarterbacks. Okay, obviously you have to run different systems, but I don't think. And to be honest with you, I don't think the Broncos are even going to make a switch because uh, what's his name? Elway knows December, January, February. You have to be able to run the ball in the playoffs to win games and to beat an undefeated Patriots even though they're banged up. They made that defense look like it was nothing. That uh, they, that play action, which is Kubiak is good at, and believe me, I know about the play action. I got scoring a few times. When you're able to have a quarterback that make that run, that run zone read look is just as good from a run to a pass, and vice versa, it it, it puts the secondary in a pause because the corners really got to be on their keys. So now when they getting off their blocks, by the time they get off their blocks, man, the running back are already five and a half, six yards down the field. And they have more one-on-one actions. When it's in the shotgun, you're not doing too much in that shotgun. Mm-hmm. You're going to hand the ball off. I'm going to let my interior handle all that. But that, that zone run read, man, it's, it's crucial. And that's what's working with these guys. It's funny. I, I, I get the sense that if reading the tea leaves, Peyton saying to people that he's going to come back and play next year is an indication of how upset he is that Kubiak is insisting on playing a certain style of ball that apparently doesn't suit Peyton, right? That's a he. He wants to stick it to Kubiak on some level. It, it, it does take a certain uh, amount of something to come in there and say with. A, but it must be Elway giving Kubiak the go ahead. Install an offense. This isn't for Peyton. Peyton's got one more year. Then we've got to have uh, the rest of our lives to uh, the rest of our careers. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard shutting down something you've been doing since you were seven, eight years old. I get it. But when you understand that you don't have it no more, and a lot of guys try to. Probably go over the years they shouldn't go, like two or three years over. Hey, and I get that too. But I was gonna say Charles Woodson's a guy that yeah. that you're like, I'm like, Charles, what are you doing? But you know what? In his mind, he knows he where he has to get to his body has to feel a certain way for him to play. And he reaches that plateau every year. Uh, you know, the other side of things is Tom Brady seems to be bucking the, the the things too by playing this well at 38. We'll see at 39, which seems to be the opposite of a magical year. Guys seem to fall off a cliff there. But as it is, even in a loss on uh, Sunday night, to me that was his that was his one of his better performances ever. By the time Gronkowski gets hurt, who's he throwing the ball to? I mean, legitimately, who are the, who caught that ball for 40, the Patriots? 46 seconds, and he drove his team down to kick a field goal without even blinking an eye. Uh, he, we're going to have a lot of fun when I'm over at his house. You and Oprah, everybody come over. All right, real quick, where? Because you guys both love talking in NBA. House. Okay, well, we'll, I'll, we'll see if Tom and uh, Gazelle want to join me, but uh, or Giselle will uh, we'll head over to Oprah's place. Um, Kobe Bryant, you guys like talking NBA ball. Where does he rank among the players you've seen in your lives? I, when people do all time, and they they well, got, you can't you can't you didn't see Bill Russell play, so it's impossible yeah. for you to put him in. I mean, me, I have to say second, man. Second. Second. Michael Jordan won. MJ. Kobe ahead of LeBron. Oh, yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. Right? No like, way. No, no. no the, you know, I'm going to tell you why. MJD, I said you're wrong. No, like, I'm going to tell you why well, before well, I do that. Oh, go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Because right. Kobe's been where for 20 years? What do you mean where? Where has he been for 20 years? Los Angeles? That's right. He did never left. He well, never he has had to be traded. What does that mean, anything? But he yeah. never left, though. Right? LeBron had to go leave to Miami to go get his first ring. And that hurt me. 
That hurt me because the greatest of all time, the GOATs, as we like to call them, they never leave. Michael Jordan never left. No, no, no. You look at that wrong, and I'm surprised that, oh. that two professional athletes don't see what LeBron did. LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, You're they said, we don't need agents. We don't need the owners or GMs. We, the working class, the proletariat of the NBA, are doing away with the muckety-mucks upstairs, and we're going to build this on our own. They struck a blow for the proletariat and against the bourgeoisie. You should all have been, you should all, every player in every sport should have celebrated that they, they were able to manufacture that. they all should have went that. to Cleveland and then LeBron would have been the GOAT. But for LeBron to pick up and move to Miami, he, he lost everything. I'd put... Right, but he's still better at basketball than Kobe is the, the at end the, of at, In the prime? Yeah. LeBron's not taking, if I had a game-winning shot on the line, I'm not picking LeBron People like to go Kobe. to that one, but that's a very particular thing, first of all. And second of all, LeBron has hit his share of game winners. No, not as many as Kobe. Black tie, well, you're whispering that, in my ear that, is, that that's a lie, that's, that LeBron that, hasn't made game no, winning no, no, shots. No, 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 you know me. I, I, that what MJD is saying is, is utterly wrong. No, I, oh. I, 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 get, I, has, get what, I get what MJD is saying. <laughs> he, he, he wants that, that, that boy dog. Yeah, he don't want LeBron like that. And, and crucial time, he wants that guy that don't want to pass the ball, spread out, I'm taking this one-on-one. This, this, either this going, either I'm going to be the hero or I'm going to be the zero. And I MJ, like that mentality, sure. M M MJ has that mentality. Kobe. Uh, Kobe has that mentality. AI. AI. Who else we had? Bird had that mentality. Oh, I didn't think about AI. I have it like this. Bird Jordan, had that Uh-huh. Jordan one. Mm-hmm. LeBron two, but LeBron can overtake Michael Jordan no. if he wins How? another title or two. If he wins another title Le or two. Michael won six. All right. How many well, has LeBron won? Two? He has two. Kobe won five. Listen, I mean, if you, if, you get a, if you get a couple of rings, no, it's not like no, you can charge to, a guy with not being able to win the big one. If you, you get a couple, then that's... You know, you Kobe had 81 points in the game and, and set out for the fourth quarter. Wait a second. Now you're that's on his side with this? That's real. He didn't set out the fourth. He, he set out the damn, fourth. Damn near. He scored, 60, he, he, damn near. he scored 62 and three quarters, and like two weeks later, he, he scored 81. He, he damn near. LeBron also dominates the glass if he wants no, to. He's he, a better defender than Kobe. LeBron is no. not... Can he doesn't have that. He doesn't have what I said. That, that boy dog. Dog. He, he don't have I, that, that boy. I've dog seen him drive the hole too many times. The game on line and then kick it out to Chris Bosh for a three. I can't have that on my team. All right, I, I don't want. That. I go LeBron two. I go Magic three. No. Then I'm gonna put Kobe there, no. but Bird oh, you're five. So disrespectful. No, I would. That's disrespectful. Magic, hey, hey, hey. Of all the players I've hey, seen, magic, he's the fourth best. Three, can you listen to my list? Can you, tell him, magic. can you tell him my list? You went Michael Jordan one. Right. You went. Bird two, right? Bird two. See, I never, I never got to see Bird. See, I went with Bird two because Bird was old when I started watching basketball in mm -hmm. the nineties. He was, he was white when he played like a black guy. Yeah, he was. I, I saw some <laughs> film of him, but I never watched. He him. back, he backed down from nobody. And oh. at the time, with flagrant fouls, with flagrant fouls, he ate all that. Yeah, he was gonna take, give him all that. He ate all that, and he played with MJ and Magic Johnson. So he played with some studdish guys mm -hmm. in his prime. And I got news for you. Magic Johnson is better than Kobe. Kobe's not even the best Laker. And you might say Kareem. But I didn't see them. So you're asking me who All I right. saw. That's fair. That's right. fair. Well, Tim Duncan. That's why I say. I Where's Steph Curry finish his career on this list? Well, we, 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 I can't even do that. I can't yeah. even do that right now. I know now, you can't say not, now. I'm saying project I'm, ahead. Like, Ten years. When I see AI, right? When I saw AI for the first time play, when they played the Lakers in the finals, sure. he dominated. Right? He dominated. That is, and there was no one. I don't even. I don't think we can name anyone else on the Sixers team when he was playing. I can. Eric Snow, George Lynch, Eric Snow, the last Darren point guard Snow. in the NBA who couldn't shoot. There you go, Eric. I remember him, but I don't remember whoever you just said. Darren Hill, the Campbell Mutombo. I don't think he was. Was he on the Sixers? Yeah, they, he, they, they, traded, they traded for him All Star break that year. Was Theo Ratliff on that team? Theo was on that team as See, well. I don't know. I don't know all those guys. I know. I mean, I get MJD's point. Yeah, but but so when I look at LeBron, right? I, I see. You don't well, see that that boy dog. No, I don't. Because I, I see I see when the game's on the line against the Warriors in the championship. Yeah, and granted, oh, they would have won if Kyrie was there. You got LeBron. Why do you need Kyrie? I'm sorry, I'm yelling at you. But that's like that's you. my that's my issue. Why do we need? Why does he always need someone to help him? Shit. You oh, said, stop it. Shit, you, said said business, you said business sense between the big three. Them boys had a, mm -hmm. a that was a great business decision. If you ask your guy. Like the Magic Johnson, the Charles Barkley's, the Michael Jordans, we don't want to go play with other superstars. We're gonna build this team around ourselves. Yeah. Like Michael ain't going down there. I, I mean, let me just say something. Let me just say something to you. 
in an era in which you could retain any talent you had and a lot of free agents wanted to come and play in Los Angeles with Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson played with James Worthy and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Byron Scott. We, we, he, did, we, well, yeah, he was bereft of talent. He just carried... I told you, I Larry Bird played with him. Kevin McHale and the Chiefs and, and Dennis Johnson. LeBron James before LeBron James. All right, but, I told but, but you, you I can't, what you can't say is, though, play. that... Well, LeBron surrounded by talent. That's how no, he no, won no, those no. titles. He, he had an option to stay. Yeah, remember he was. He, he had the option to stay. I know, but there weren't players going to play with him. That's why he had to leave. He why? had to go. So he, no, he why? didn't have then to. That means he's not. That means he's not one of the, the greatest. He didn't have to because oh, people would it. leave to go to Cleveland to play. Because now what are they doing? Kevin Love left Minnesota. Mm. Uh, Tristan Thompson stayed. Okay, Kyrie Irving. They now it's a destination. It wasn't then. The, I mean, well, he's not the greatest then. I don't know about uh, the Y'all logic sleep. there. I'd rather go Black to Miami. Too. I'd rather go to Miami and kick it with Black you. Black Todd gets angry at me about that when I say LeBron might be better than Ma uh, Michael Jordan. You're lying. That? You, that's blasphemy. Don't get angry. That's very disrespectful. Shame. down about it. That's very <laughs> Ding, ding. Shame. Um, all right. So, hey, before we go, we did so many things we didn't even get to. See, that's amazing how fast the time goes. I, let me say this. No, I no, wasn't no. talking a no, lot. I, I want to give you credit, Shaq, because right now your Chiefs, they got me shook. Mm -hmm. You you really been to the future. People it, make fun of me. No, nah, you said earlier. You said this before the season. Like the, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, <laughs> and everybody ha 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 ha. They did like that five game winning streak. You know who else is doing very well? Team I said that was going to win its division. Everybody Houston. laughed. The Houston Texans. Houston. So I said. Oh, oh, oh you you. But you said it with Ryan Mallett. So what? I said that team was going to win the division. That's all. That's what matters. The headline. He don't mind tooting his own horn either. Mm -hmm. like, doo -doo. I didn't get to play pro football. So I, 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 I have to toot my horn where I get, I get a chance get to. It. Anyway, all right. Well, we'll see how it all works out. Another podcast coming for you again. NFL Now Live. Track them down. MJD and Ike or Ike and MJD. Either way, it's great fun to see their fashion popo, celebration station, their previews of all the games upcoming. In week 13, like I say, NFL Now NFL.com slash now, how you track down all their great work, everybody else over there at now. And let's leave them with this. Let's uh, strike our Heisman post. Let's see. What, ready? One, two, three, go. Find out more on the next DDFP. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.